Good evening. It is time for today's Tax Talk. I'm your host. I'm attorney Stephen Leahy. It is Thursday, February 16th, the year of our Lord, 2023. A little bit different look for me today, huh? Uh, I don't have my headphones on. Well, I'm going to try that. Let's see how it works. <laughs> they, they help a little bit, but we'll see. Maybe I thought I'd try something different. But anyway, today we're going to talk about... Uh, a tax court case, a story that I read about. It's got all the good things that I'm looking for. It's a tax court case. It's about taxes, and I agree with it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about today uh, on today's Tax Talk. Uh, won't you join us? Yeah, it's kind of odd without the headphones on. I've been doing radio for such a long time, always wear headphones. But huh, see, if, if you have a if you have an opinion, let me know. Headphones or no headphones. Anyway, we're gonna. Uh, this is a good. This is a good article. Three M versus the IRS, and it's a ta- again, it's a tax court case. I don't know how, how many people are are interested in court cases and how that were. And this one's a little bit. Um, complex. I guess all tax court, all court cases are a little bit complex, but but this has to do more with uh, trade and things like that. But it also has to do with Congress and the power of the IRS, and that's one of the things that drive me to it. So let me let me let's let's go to the story, shan't we? If that's a word, <laughs> shan't we? Okay, here it is. Congress should stop the IRS. From taxing phantom income, again, this is another thing because you're right. The IRS is always taxing things. They want to they want to tax everything, even when you don't make the money. They want to tax it. So when I started reading this article, I thought it was a lot about one uh, uh, regular taxpayer. This is businesses, but when individual taxpayers um, have to pay money on on tax on pay taxes on money they never got, you know that, and sometimes that happens also with deductions, right? When you are denied deductions because you don't have proper in um, receipts, even though you really actually took those, you actually had those expenses and should be able to take those deductions. But so let's start at the, let's start here. This is by uh, a Travis Nix, who I, I've never, I'm not familiar with here on the national, um, national review. Uh Oh, I don't know what's happening there, but the, so Congress needs to be in charge of tax legislation and not the IRS and the and the Department of Treasury. I because again I agree with that. The U.S. tax system is premised on voluntary compliance by taxpayers paying what they owe to the IRS by tax day. For this system to work, taxpayers should pay what they owe and nothing more. If taxpayers are taxed on more income than they actually have, the system collapses. You get tax avoidance and tax evasion. Unfortunately, an unprecedented decision by the U.S. tax court just gave the green light to a treasury regulation that leaves U.S. companies with foreign subsidiaries vulnerable to having the same profits taxed twice, but on a different basis. Once by the foreign country in which they are doing business, and again in the U.S., if, you, if companies cannot rely on the courts to reverse the decision, Congress should step in and repeal the treasury's regulation. 
to to avoid uh, harmful economic consequences. My computer's going crazy. I don't know why. The the tax court's decision in 3M versus Commissioner of the Internal Revenue Service. Okay. Um, A transfer pricing case concerning royalties from a Brazilian subsidiary to its Minnesota-based parent company. Brazilian law mandated that the maximum royalty the the Brazilian company could pay its U.S. parent company was 1% of net sales. But by contrast, the IRS believes that the Brazilian company should have paid 6% of its sales to the American company. The result of the IRS's position is that more money should be have been paid to the U.S. company and taxed in the U.S. Despite, despite the Brazilian law making 6% royalty illegal. The IRS won in tax court in a split 98 decision because of a treasury regulation that states that the agency will only respect a foreign law if, a, if it applies to non-related companies too. The only reason foreign companies Countries have these laws is to limit inter intercompany transactions. So, of course, these will never apply to non-related co- parties. Royalty agreements with parties other than the parent company are already negotiated fairly with third parties. So there's no reason to regulate them. The tax court ignored that fact and regulation disregards it. The regulation is also inconsistent with the keystone of U.S. transfer pricing regulations. The income in the, in these intercompany transactions should be allotted as if both companies were negotiating with a non-related company. In this case, the U.S. company had no choice but to accept a 1% royalty because of a foreign law. The regulation is also inconsistent with the keystone. Oh, I already said that. The, the policy consequences of this decision will be severe. Brazil, Brazil is the largest market in South America, and the tax court decision discouraged American companies from setting up subsidiaries in Brazil. They're technically still allowed to do so, but why would they? If a company is being double taxed on a Brazilian income, why do business in Brazil at all? The result is lost market access for U.S. companies, more expensive products, fewer jobs, and less economic growth in both the U.S. and Brazil. The U.S. is putting severe constraints on American companies' business in any countries that have similar laws to Brazil's. Historically, both Spain and Saudi Arabia have had laws similar to those in Brazil that restrict transactions between U.S. parent companies and their foreign subsidiaries. This is not an approach to take if we want, and we should, to encourage U.S. companies to expand internationally. 3M can appeal this decision to the Eighth Circuit. Congress, however, should... Congress, however, should overturn this regulation by mandating that the IRS respect foreign law in transfer pricing cases. These legislative fi- this legislative fix ought to attract substantial bipartisan support given the absurdity of taxing phantom income and double taxation. However, this tax court decision should send a signal to Congress that it needs to be more aggressive in reviewing tax regulations. I agree. 
that are unfairly damaging to U.S. business interests. Congress needs to be in charge of tax legislation, not the IRS and the Department of the Treasury. Well, that's that's kind of that's kind of where we are, isn't it? In that we've are, we're really run by regulations and not by legislation, and that's a that's a problem. That's always going to be a problem. And I, you know, I'm one to say that we are overregulated, and that all of these regulations should be left up to to Congress and the legislatures, and not to these faceless, nameless, unelected bureaucrats. My own opinion. And that, and I am not Len O'Connor. Remember Len O'Connor? Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's where we are on this. It's a, it, it's amazing to me. I, I had an opportunity to be on John Hansen's Money Matters show this afternoon, and we talked a little bit about uh, the the Werfel uh, confirmation case, uh, and Werfel was very um, adamant, you know, that he's going to get the rich to ta- to uh, pay more taxes. Well, you know, my opinion is the rich, they follow the laws, but the laws are in their favor. Is that going to change? No, it's not going to change. And if the laws don't change and the rich are following all the laws, how are you going to get them to pay more taxes? Well, the, the answer is you're not. And, um, and so that's just a false promise. And when he promises that people under 400,000, we're not going to change. Again, you got to watch their language. These are politicians. When they say they're not going to change it, and then they talk about uh, historically, the historical average, what does that mean? Last year's average? 10 years ago's average? Because they're quite different in the, in the percentage that of, of individuals being audited. Um, and so I, I, you know, my own opinion is many audits now are going to be done electronically. And those electronic audits are not against the rich. They're against, they're against individuals, taxpayers, not the rich taxpayers, not over $400,000, but the normal everyday taxpayer. That's what's happening. That's what I believe. And, uh, prove me wrong. <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us here today. I want to thank you so much. Um, ask you to like and subscribe. We need your help. Like and subscribe. we got to get this information out and I need your help to do it. So thanks so much uh, for sharing and subscribing. And also, if you have tax problems and you don't know what to do or you owe the IRS money or unfiled tax returns and you don't know what to do, what should you do? Get a copy of my book, Deal With Your IRS Problems Today. Go to freeirsbook.com. That's freeirsbook.com. Get your free copy of of, uh, Deal With Your IRS Problem Today. Um, I will pay for the publishing if you pay for the shipping and handling. Um, and so it's under 10 bucks. But I do ask you to pay for the shipping and handling. So go to freeirsbook.com, get your free copy. So thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back here, to, not tomorrow, uh, no uh, interview tomorrow, but we'll be back on Monday, and I hope you can join us then. In the meantime, uh, thanks so much. God bless you. And we are now out. Out.